contract for deeds, mortgages? What's the difference? Is one better than the other? We're gonna dive into it all next on the Paper Stack Podcast. Coming to you from sunny Orlando, Florida. Welcome to the Paper Stack Podcast, where we cover current topics in the note industry, give you tactics for your note business, and talk with industry leaders to make you a better note investor. And now, your hosts, Brett Berkey and Rick Allen. All right, we're back. Here we are. Same bat time, same bat channel, same bat band-aid on your nose, <laughs> different jersey. Yeah, yeah. Rick and Brett, back for more. What's going on, man? Not much. Getting ready for paper source. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And who doesn't love Las Vegas? Oh, yeah. That's true. We are a paper source sponsor. We are. Very last minute. That last was a- <laughs> minute. We booked. We had our plane tickets booked three months ago. We had our hotel, our hotel booked three months ago. We had forgot to pay for sponsorship. Yeah, I look on the site, we're like, why aren't we there? And looking through emails, it's like, I guess we never paid for sponsorship. But, but we're going to be there and we're going to be sponsoring, so. Yeah. We, we're able this to get in there. It's brought to you by Coca-Cola. There you go. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, that's, that's going to be fun. So, if you're going to be in Vegas, come by and say hi. We'll have a booth for sure. We'll have probably some tote bags, some notebooks. and Actually, they're going to give away the notebooks. We won't have that. But that's what we're sponsoring at the event. Sure. And maybe some shirts. Should be good. I didn't go last time. I think last time you guys went was 2019, right? Yes. It was the last hoorah before they shut everything down. Yeah, kind of, right? Or Well, it was in April, so 2020 didn't happen. Yeah. You know? No, it was not. It was late. I thought it was like, it was like September because we had November note school. Maybe. Anyways, yeah. yeah. Well, this would be the fir- my first time there. I know last time you guys... It's a good event. You guys had fun. A lot of people there. A lot of people. Um, a big event. So we're looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, it's be good. Yeah. Good packed, action packed speakers. There's a lot of good ones up there. I'm looking forward to to listen to yeah. what they have to say. If it's at the same hotel, it's a big, big it's place. A, it's the Tuscany. Right. right. And they have one area where it's just just all where vendors and you eat and everything. And then a whole other area where you actually watch people from the stage. Good. So it's good. Then, of course, they have the casino. I mean, at the casino, but you know, I, I don't. Yeah. I, I don't game all that much, you know. No. So, yeah. what's what's this uh, the situation today? We're talking contract for deeds, CFDs, mortgages. Yeah, we had somebody that came through a uh, Twitter actually, which was different. We never get anybody from Twitter, but they Twitter. Were, yeah. yeah. A lot going on with Twitter right now, huh? Oh, very much so. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't Elon, was it? He wasn't hitting us up on Twitter asking. No, 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 no. It was some other guy, but uh, he was asking about. You know, is it better to buy a CFD or is it better to buy a mortgage? What's the difference? You know, in 160 characters or less. So I was just, you know, trying to see. You couldn't respond in 160 (laughs) characters or less. (laughs) Yeah, for real. So I was like, oh, you know, actually that's a, other people had that same question, I bet. Like, what's the the big deal? What's the difference? Is there different, Mm -hmm. both security instruments, but. Correct. Which one's more secure? I guess so somebody getting in, they might be on the site. Because I think he was saying he was on the site when we were talking about it. But that he's seen like, well, what? When should I go for one over the other? And I was like, I don't really know when you should or shouldn't. So, so they're so they're both debt instruments, right? They're both um, instruments secure debt. One mortgage, or um, there's mortgages which are in which kind of states? Judicial, judicial states. That's right. Then there's <laughs> deeds of trust. Non-judicial, non-judicial, right? 
-hmm. And then Texas has some funny ones in there, like mechanics liens or something like that, or I don't know, they have some other ones in there. But then, so in both of those situations, pretty much there's a transfer of title of the property. In a contract for deed or land contract, you typically are not giving the, con uh, the actual title to the property to the borrowers until they have fulfilled the contract, right? Mm -hmm. And so people used to um, look at land contracts or contract for deeds as like this really slick way to get around the foreclosure process because they thought, well, what I'll do is I'll just put it under contract and then I can do what's called a cancellation of contract or an abatement. And I can avoid the whole foreclosure process. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the the courts kind of became wise to that and they said no if if the borrowers have been in the house for a certain amount of time they've made a certain number of payments you have to go through foreclosure and treat this like a foreclosure the same way you would anything else hmm. so interesting let me ask you a question does having a contract for deed get you around dodd frank's type stuff those rules of origination i am not going to answer that because that would be advice and i am not giving that advice but okay you can look at it as a way to um look there's my dad's got a saying he's an attorney he said if it walks like a duck it swims like a duck and quacks like a duck it's probably a duck so if you're trying to use this as a as a loophole to get around dodd frank the reality is it's just not going to work you know, the courts are kind of wary of people who are looking for loopholes to try to do things the wrong way, right? Mm -hmm. You should want to do things the right way. What's, you know, if you can put a win-win situation together with the borrower mm -hmm. and and the lender, then that's what you should do. And if a contract for deeds is the way to do it, then that's the way to do it. There might be a way around some licensing laws if you own a house and do a contract for deed. Um, you know, if you maybe look in states like Georgia, I don't know. I, I haven't done it there. I, I know I've bought some contract for deeds there, but um, you know, is one better than the other? Hmm. I mean, there's a lot more case law on mortgages or deeds of trust than there is on contract for deed. If you do a mortgage correctly, less likely that you're going to get a judge who just doesn't like it. Sometimes you may get somebody who just, they just don't like contracts for deeds and you never know what's going to happen if you go to foreclosure on one of those, right? You don't know, am I going to be stuck with a judge who just hates these things and he's going to hold my foot to the fire? W one thing I will say is that they tend to trade lower, yeah. like there's more of a discount on contract for deeds. Hmm. Right? Some of the differences is if you're doing a mortgage, you're typically getting an assignment of mortgage and a an allonge or a transfer of the note. When you're doing a um, contract for deed, you're gonna have an assignment of land contract. If they did do a separate note, because they don't always do that, but if they did, you'll have an, an allonge. Mm -hmm. um, and then you're gonna have a quick claim deed or a special warranty deed mm -hmm. or something along those lines. <clears throat> so there's an extra document or two that goes in there, whether it's, um, you know, sometimes they don't always do a separate note for contract for deeds. Sometimes all that language is wrapped up into the, the land contract, right? So if you look at a mortgage, typically you're not gonna find the payment amount, the interest rate. It's all gonna be in the note. It's all gonna be in the note. You record the mortgage, you don't record the note. But in a land contract, sometimes they wrap it all up in there so you'll see everything, maturity dates, interest rates, default rates, the whole deal, all right in there. Interesting. And uh, do a lot of contracts for deeds, they don't always get recorded either, do they? 
No, they don't. Um, and there's why, why is that? Sometimes people just don't do it, and I, I, um, maybe they just they don't feel like they need to do it because the, it's not transferring out of their name, right? Like the the title's never transferring out of their name. You know, if I'm the borrower, I kind of want that recorded so people see that I have it. You know, if you don't record it in three months or three years later, they sell the property with you in it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. So what's the difference between like an actual land contract and a contract for deed? Is there anything different? Land contracts are predominantly going to be on vacant land. Right. But I mean, aren't those the same thing as contract yeah. for deed? Yeah. I mean, roughly. They're, they're, they're roughly the same thing. For all intents and purposes, they're the same thing. They're security instruments and they're securing it where you're not giving them the title until they fulfill their, their contract. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I was always just kind of kind of curious about that. Cause you'll see that where it's like, you'll see them interchanged quite a bit. Land contract, contract for deed. Right. Yeah. And our on paper stack, you, we treat them the same in the closing, where they're going to get the same documents that you would get if it's a contract for deed with the house, or it's a land contract. Yep. Same thing. So I was always kind of curious about: is there any real differences? And is there any other states that just don't play nice to contracts for deed? I've heard some some stuff about Ohio that people up there don't like them. So, uh, that's like I was saying, there's some of the judges who don't like them. So if you go to foreclosure, you're not going to do a cancellation of contract. You're going to do a full on foreclosure. Right. So, you know, one of the things that we we do is um, or, you know, we've done in the past. One of the tactics we've used is we'll go ahead and we'll buy land contracts and we'll convert them into mortgages. Right. You know, mm -hmm. using like an RMLO, right? Yep. Do a RMLO or a residential mortgage loan originator to draft all the paperwork. And then what I'm doing is I'm creating it um, paper that's, you know, looks, smells, feels, tastes like um, institutional paper, right? right? So it's got the 1003, it's got HUDs, it's got the whole deal. I can put title insurance on there. Then when I go to sell it, I'll season it for a couple months. I'll turn around and I'll sell it. And now I'm gonna, it, arguably it's gonna sell and trade for higher than what it would have. Interesting. Yep. And then uh, what, what is the average price of using an Armello? Well, it was like 250, 300 bucks. It wasn't expensive. And what's the benefit to the borrower in the house? Is there a benefit to them? Yeah, the benefit to them is they, well, now they're on title. Now they can reap the tax benefits. Oh, right? wow. Because, yeah, they don't get, they don't get homestead, none of that. No. So you get tax benefits, um, you know, depreciation, interest, all that stuff. Hmm. Do you have to redo the contract at the at the amount of the UPB at the time? Or? Yeah. So you, it's like a brand new. So you do a brand new contract and you'll start it right then and you know, so if they have sixty three thousand one hundred thirty three dollars, you can, you know, figure out how much time was left on there and and start it from there, or you can go ahead and say, look, do you want me to start this over at a twenty or thirty year or whatever? You kind of allow you to. It allows you to really make everything perfect. It's like a redo on something that you didn't mess up, but maybe somebody else did. So like we have some lease options we purchased that the owner or that the, um, we purchased some lease options and FedEx lost or they, we had them all in a box and the box oh, exploded. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so they all were like, like literally, you know, like $80,000 worth of paper, it's just, psh, I had copies of everything, digital, but that's a perfect opportunity, right? To say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. 
I'm going to have an estoppel assigned showing that I'm the rightful owner and they're approving it. And then what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna generate, uh, I'm gonna do a loan modification or I'm gonna go ahead and say, look, would you like to own this property outright right now? Would you like to be on title? And then I'm just gonna originate um, a contract or a, a, a traditional style mortgage or deed of trust and um, satisfy the land contract once it's done. So now they've got the mortgage or deed of trust. Do you, is there any closing costs when you do that? Yeah, there'll be some closing costs, but it's minimal. But think about what, if I'm looking at, I don't have, I've lost the whole file versus now I'm not. Now I've like, well, now I've got a brand new loan that's originated like perfect. Right. It's perfect. Have you ever had a borrower like say, no, I don't want to do that? No, never. No? They want to do it. Do they, yeah, they understand the reasoning? <clears throat> Uh, well, they understand the benefits if you explain to them. Well, here's the benefit to you. The benefit to the benefit to me is if I ever want to sell this, I can sell it closer to par. If not, I take a discount on it. Interesting. Interesting. So those are some of the things of a CFD contract yeah. for deed, but and when to switch it over. So at the end of the day, from what you're saying, from what I'm understanding, is that <clears throat> both are security instruments, both are fine, but in your game plan you're gonna buy the cfd at a discount bigger discount yeah and the goal is to take that if you can switch it over if there's enough time left convert it to a mortgage convert it to a mortgage or, con or deed of trust yeah mortgage. and then at that part you're basically adding it's like getting a, a car and fixing it up huh yeah it's like repairing rehabbing making it more valuable yeah mm -hmm. i like it okay anything else need to, they need to know um no, you still, I mean, when you're running due diligence, you're still ordering valuation, still ordering title. Um, you, you probably want to look at a title insurance policy um, is not a bad thing because what happens is title changes hands so many times with these contracts for deeds that you'll need a new a new policy if you want it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, I think I got it. All I right. I hope this will help out. If you guys have the same type of questions or something else that we need to answer, you know, he's the guy for it. I'll ask the questions, I'll let him answer it. But if you're gonna be in Vegas for uh, paper, paper source, source, yeah, reach out, let us know. Mm -hmm. We'll be there, we'll have a booth somewhere. I'm sure by this time we're probably in the corner since we waited so late. <laughs> that or we got like the sweetest spot right up front. Like people awesome. are coming in and be like, well, let's put them right there. That'd be good, that'd be good. But yeah, we'll see you on the next episode and hope to see you in Vegas. So talk to you soon.